Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hello, everyone. It's Justin, one of the founders of Atkins Agency and Build a Skill podcast. And I want to wish you a good day or a good evening, no matter when you're listening. And today I want to talk about hiring. And I was recently talking with another entrepreneur. He had three to four agencies before. And when I asked what's one of the biggest challenges that they're facing, he didn't mention like operation sales or whatever. He was mentioning that is hiring and finding great talents. And this is what I often hear from other entrepreneurs. They usually figure it out. However, finding the right people and good people and hiring them is one of the biggest challenges that everyone is facing. And to be honest, we have the same challenge as well. I have consulted with a number of people. I've been in this. I'm quite interested in hiring. So I think we have crafted and developed a pretty nice process, which I want to share a little bit more specifically today. And I recently developed an SOP for our team to take over part of my work so they can actually do a quick screening of candidates. So I'm able usually to go through 30 to 50 candidates for different positions within like a half an hour or something like that. And I want to share how I usually do it, what's the logic behind, and I do consider and check what people are answering. So that minute or two that I spend or even less sometimes is actually enough just to push actually if that's kind of a good candidate to go to the next stage or not really. So a little bit of a context, how our hiring process looks like. We get the candidates, like the first stage is application. The next stage is practical tasks. And the third stage is one or two interviews. So I'll be mostly talking about first and the second stage. So how we judge the applicants and how they do, let's say, the practical tasks. And today, I guess I'll mostly focus on the first stage because I bet it might take too much time if I'll go too much into details. I'll be walking you through my part of my SOP. So let's dive into. We use software which is called Talent Lift. And I bet there are like different types of softwares. We did our own research and we thought that this one is the best one for us. So it is like a pipeline. It's more like a funnel. So we have different type of stages inside of this software. So for example, what are the stages here? So the stages applied, first round, rejected, practical task, practical task sent. Then practical task received, second round rejected, interview, interview scheduled, third round rejected, offer and hired. This is what this whole process was recommended by software owners and like their customer supporters. So just to have every stage, every kind of work that we would do as a separate stage. So we could be easily tracking in which stage people are and nothing would be lost or so in a process. 
But now, just very quickly, I want to give you a little bit of a glimpse what type of questions we actually ask people and why we ask these type of questions. So about some of the advertisers, so junior or senior advertisers, what type of questions and what's the logic behind. And you'll hear that we'll have a little bit more questions. So I'll just read those through and you can just take it. You can find the applications and just copy. We've been using these applications already, I think, for two years and it's been working pretty well. So the questions are as follows. Where did you hear about us? Name a few places if necessary. Why you're applying for this position? From the info that you found about Atkins, what you relate to in our company, your next milestone that you want to achieve in this space. And personally, be honest with the answer in the brackets. What's the main motivation in your life right now? What drives you? What are annual gross salary expectations in USD at the beginning and after one year? Why you're passionate about Facebook and e-commerce? Then what's your experience with ad buying in the last 12 months? A, approx. So we have it split in like three different kind of a parts. A part is approx and overall spend plus ROAS. Then B part is top monthly ad spend plus ROAS. And C part is your biggest successes and failures. And D part is actually years of experience. So this is what they have to say in the four parts of their experience in the last 12 months. The following question is a little bit more specific and technical. What is your testing structure and scaling strategy, step-by-step actions? You get an account which is at $250 a day ad spend and you want to grow to 1K a day. Talk about targeting, audience, final segmentation, when you increase the budgets, etc. So this is more about practical question. How do you segment your Facebook final stages and days? What's your workflow dealing with Facebook marketing problems? Please explain how you analyze things and make decisions. Choose one of the Facebook as problems you can think of and explain. And then they rate your experience and they are rating their experience from one to five. So rate experience in ads design, rate experience in ads copywriting, experience with other not Facebook advertising platforms. Comment on each skill you have rated, describe your knowledge, experience, and achievements when you're available to start, and what else should we know about you? Quite a few questions, to be honest. So let me just check how many questions we have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Some of those are shorter, some of those are a little longer, but seventeen questions, and this is pretty much, I would say. For all the positions, we have something from 13 to 17 questions or something like that. So application is a little longer, but that's the whole idea. And to be honest, sometimes people even comment and say that really enjoyed going through the whole application. And that's great for us. That's a good indication that they kind of enjoyed and they invested their time. As well, why we have like a longer application because we want to see how much people are invested and interested in us and how much they're serious about the position. Now about, as you heard, we just have kind of two questions which are a little bit more technical. Then I would say majority of the questions are around the personality, motivation, passion, and why they're applying to this specific position. And then all the rest are a little bit more like more about them. So when they're available to start, what are their 
skill set in a specific area and they need to comment on that as well. What's your expectation of the salary and so on? So why it is like that? To be honest, we usually check their technical skills in a practical task during the interview. And in a first stage, what we're looking for is how much they're invested. Let's say we have some critical questions. If we are aligned on the potential salary expectation in a way, we have the brackets, but sometimes people can be going really off. So we won't be able to give them that much money. So yeah, mainly is just screening through the candidate if there potentially could be a good fit if they have invested in answering the questions properly. And just very quickly, just let's say what type of questions we would have for a creative manager. So you would have a glimpse of how different or how similar some of the questions are for a totally different position. So very quickly, first question, where did you hear about us? Why you're applying for this position? From the info that you have found about agency would relate to in our company. Same ones, next milestone you want to achieve in a space and personally, the main motivation that you have in life right now, what drives you and all gross salary, why you're passionate about Facebook and e-commerce. As you have heard already, most of the questions are very similar. Now, some of the questions are a little bit different. So what experience you have working with e-commerce projects? Do you have experience working directly with the clients? If yes, what was the biggest obstacle and how did you overcome it? Do you consider yourself an outbox thinker? Give some concrete examples about a time task project when you solve the problem in a unique way. And then rate your, your experience in project management, add copywriting, video editing, graphic design, and comment on each skills you have rated. Something similar, just a little bit different skills. Send us links to the examples of videos you have created, managed, only Facebook, Instagram video as when you're available and what else we should know about you. So as you see, about like 60 to 70% of the questions are pretty similar. Now, if I would talk now going how I actually screen the people and talk a little bit about SOP that I have created for my team as well. How to evaluate candidates on first stage, pushing them from apply to the practical class, kind of to the second stage. So a few criteria. First, the most important one is one to three critical questions. Pretty much I'm looking just, even though like we have, let's say, 15 different questions. Firstly, I look pretty much to the most critical ones, those one to three critical ones. And it can depend on a different position, what we're looking at. If they are not fulfilling the critical questions and demands that we have and the needs that we have, 20% or so might be given a, a chance to go to the next stage. So this is, I would say, the secret sauce that helps me to go through a lot of a lot of candidates just knowing the critical questions and just looking at those firstly. And if they are not fulfilling those, then actually rejecting them. Or like if I see that all the rest is somehow still good, sometimes I would give like a second chance. But we'll go into the second, the third and the fourth criteria that I look at. So several questions that we have as critical questions. One of the first one is actually salary, if we have a similar expectation or not. People are coming from the different locations and so on, but we have a salary ranges that we're looking at. If we are, let's say, paying 40 to 60K a year for a certain position, like we are mostly looking for people in Europe. So 
these are the numbers that would be a pretty decent year, depending, of course, on a country, but 40 to 60K, let's say, a year. If a person is like expecting, let's say, 90 to 100K, it's not a good fit for us. So we have just different expectations and we'll just continue looking for people who have a similar expectations and we can serve that. So that's really important for you to know. Then another critical question, now I'm talking mostly about advertisers role, just because we are most of the time looking for these people. Then I'm asked about their ad spend experience. In the last 12 months, what was your average ad spend and the top ad spend level? And then we have some other following questions, which are failures and successes and as well years of experience. Why this question is actually interesting, there's like one question, but it has four parts. And to be honest, what I'm looking for is definitely to know those critical two parts, which is like the average ad spend over 12 months and the top ad spend. And this indicates what type of the businesses they worked with, how fresh their experience is, and if they have a certain level of uh, ad spend experience. And for a certain position, it's like just really important for us, for sure. So for juniors, we usually are looking, they should have spent at least, I would say about 200 or 300K a year. It's about 20K a month. And the top ad spend per month, they should have managed, let's say we would be expecting 15 to 20K in ad spend. That would be great. That's kind of a minimal that we're looking for. And for seniors, we're looking the overall ad spend over the whole year, they should have managed at least half a million, so $500,000. And the top ad spend that they should have managed should be $50,000 onwards a month. So this is kind of a minimal expectation that we have. And for other positions, could be different. Let's say for like a video editors, maybe you would be looking, mainly your critical question could be if you ask to send some certain examples of the creative videos that you have done. So this could be like a critical question that I would be looking at and then maybe a salary or so. For a creative manager, could be like an experience in a certain field or how they handle their project management skills, depending on how this position is organized. But the most important thing, you should know one to three critical questions that you're looking at. And if they cannot fulfill, they should be rejected. However, if you feel or see that other questions are pretty good, and maybe they failed somewhere a little bit and maybe they're like not meeting the minimum standard, but they're almost meeting, I would continue looking at other criteria that I have. So I would be looking at other questions. I would be looking at the content and the way of answering. So what's inside of the question that they have answered and the way that they would be answering it. So in this section, I'll be looking at how people are answering the rest of the questions, if they are descriptive or not. For me, I would say descriptiveness is something that I consider a lot. I know that some people are a little bit more straightforward. I have seen that some really great people have answered questions shortly, but straight to the point. But then I would continue looking to some other things. What else I would be checking? What's the motivation to apply? Have they done any research about our agency? And if it's just like my motivation is like, be the best advertiser. Yeah, maybe it's cool or like my motivation is my son or my daughter or my children and nothing else is mentioned. There's like no context or whatever. You would see that in all the following questions, the answer would be just in like in a couple of words. 
that's a good indication that they're not invested and they just want to go through it as fast as possible. So if they're not spending the time, why I should spend the time actually evaluating them? The another thing that we look is actually we check the location. We want actually most of the team to be from European time zone. However, yes, we have some people outside of Europe, but they're like just for certain positions. So this is important for us. So then what's inside of the questions and like some of the answers are like the descriptive. Do they follow a certain structure? Like this is something that I would consider a bunch of text, which I cannot really read it through because there's like so much of maybe unnecessary information and maybe they could just structure it and make it a little bit clearer. So do they use bullet points while answering? Do they have, let's say, uh, spaces between when one sentence ends and another kind of starts and so on? This is something that I would be looking for because I think it's really important that people would be able to classify and structure their own thoughts. Don't really go too much into every single question or details what they say. We would later in the next stages would consider that. But I mostly like skim through everything and just check how does it look like. So then the other criteria is like overall impressions. So I would naturally compare one candidate to another and how this candidate looks among other candidates and applicants. Does it look good or does it look bad? Why? So good things, if the good things outweighs the bad things, and are there any red flags? There's not always like a perfect candidates that we have. So maybe a red flag could be that their salary expectation isn't meeting our standards. But pretty much if that's just over 10 to 15 or 20%, maybe it's okay. And if all the rest is really great, I would definitely push this person to the next stage. For instance, their ad experience, ad spend experience isn't really meeting our needs. So again, it's kind of a red flag and this is like an important and a critical question. But if all the rest seems really good, they have like a clear structure, they have invested and answered all the questions really descriptively. Again, like what's the overall impression of the candidate? We kind of ask, can they add your CV or link to their LinkedIn or so? So we sometimes go and check it as well and get a better general impression. This is something as like the last criteria, the fourth category is like typos and CV. So I would check if there are any major typos and grammar mistakes while they're answering, because from our experience, if people are not using capital letter Y saying I, for example, or sentences start with a small letter, not a capital one, if they finish the sentences properly, and if they're like having a normal alignment or not really, this is something that is part of a structure. And I would say we had experience where we just overlooked that and actually we suffered with this candidate and we lost the client because of this person, just because they weren't really good communicating with the team, with the client and actually presenting us properly as an agency and what client would be expecting. And the last thing is I would be checking how they present themselves in like CV or, or LinkedIn. Was your previous experience, if CV is visually appealing and nicely categorized, if that's like no typos, mistakes, and it's like easy to read through and so on, because they are saving my time as well. They are able to present themselves. So this is kind of an extra advantage that they would get from me too. I want to finish here. I think there's like a bunch of things that I've mentioned already. This is just the first stage and how I look and skim through the clients, what type of questions we ask. 
And I'll do another episode about the practical tasks and what type of practical tasks we have. So hopefully you liked it and hopefully this will give you some food for thoughts and tips and tricks that you can implement in your own hiring process. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you. 